Hey, what's going on? How you doing? All right. Welcome to the show. This is the Tuesday show for the 15th, is it right? We're halfway through freaking August already. We got cruises coming up. Had a fun day in Miami yesterday. Went solo to go check out some of the cruise ships. I'm going to do a just across the board update of where everybody's at because it was a kind of a mad scramble trying to keep up with all these cruise lines and what their text testing or vax policies are. We're going to do a check-in with Scott from Virgin Voyages. We're also going to do something a little different today. I'm no big, I guess, astrologist, but I did some research, and I checked out your signs. That's right, your signs, your each sign, and I found out what your cruise personality might be based on what your astrological sign is. Along with some other news, your emails, so let's start the show. Come on. Oh, we back for another one, right? <laughs> Bags are packed. Hey, Tommy, you ready? Let's go. We going in. Hey, yeah. it's the night before the cruising. If I'm honest, I ain't sleeping. But even if I could, I'd be dreaming about this weekend. All the fun we about to have as we taking this vacation. Always be booked on our way to embarkation. Because we know it's in store. Pockets and palm trees. Tropical sea breeze and frozen daiquiris. Oh, please. Thank you, sir. Yes, I think I'll have another. Please don't blow my cover because I'm passing on the muster. Bring a lover. Bring a friend. Bring someone you just met. It ain't snowing where we going. And the good times never end. Here's the five more years. Drinking beers, running beers Thanks for giving us your ears Through the laughter and the tears But we just getting started Out here, give us a holler If you're looking, you can find us Somewhere south of the Bahamas Getting hotter as we go Cones and we united So sound that horn Cause everybody's invited Board and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Always Be Booked Cruisecast show coming to you not quite live from Boca Raton, South Florida. That's right. We are here for another Tuesday. These things are starting to string together. They're starting to go by fast. We're getting in a little bit of a rhythm and we're hoping you enjoy it. Are you? Let me know. Tommy at alwaysbebooked.com. That's the email. And I would appreciate it if you sent me some emails because we could read them on the show. Have a little fun with that, right? You can get something answered. I can get some content. Tommy at alwaysbebooked.com. We also have a Facebook group. It is the Always Be Booked Cruise and Travel Lounge. It's a group, like I said, on Facebook. And we interact. We have a little fun. We get to know each other. It's an absolute blast. So let's get in there. All you have to do is request to be in. Just request to get in. I'll let you in. Well, you can behave yourself, right? You don't even really have to behave yourself too much. We have a lot of fun, so that is what it is. We talk about it. Uh, I do a show every single day of the week, by the way. Week. I say week, not weekend. Week. Five shows a week, and for $8 you can, a month, you can get access to all of those shows. That's uh, much significantly less than a dollar a show. You, all you have to do is go on patreon.com slash alwaysbebooked. Now, get that pen out because I'm going to spell it for you. P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash always be booked. I'm really having fun with those. I think they're going pretty well. Uh, people seem to like them. It ends up being good. What we do is uh, on that, we celebrate 
where the sun is coming up and at what time, what cruise ships are where. We start every show like that. Oh, look at that. The Carnival Valors in New Orleans rising, coming into a sunrise at 6, 10 a.m. You know, you, you, a lot of you know about it. At least what? I think it's like, I don't know what the number is, but um, go with mega cones on that. Uh, we do a $5 version where you can get an extra show a week, and that's every Friday. We did one Friday. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed that. And then the Instagram is always be booked youtube check out youtube some youtube videos there is some evergreen content on there i definitely know i have to get more into the youtube i have to come up with some more concepts for some videos but hey listen there's a we just got back down to florida and i'm having some fun i'm enjoying it uh we're having some ac problems in the apartment and that's not fun but we're dealing with that i was in miami yesterday so you know i like to make those trips every once in a while uh mega cones hanging there there'll be some repeat but we're not going to go as deep it's just you know it is what it is I like to get in the car every once in a while and drive down to either Fort Lickerdale or uh, Miami to check out the ports and see who's leaving, who's coming, who's going, who, you know, just the, it's just the parade of champions when you're watching those cruise ships leave the harbor. And uh, yesterday, I know Scott and Cara of Scott and Cara fame were uh, sailing away on Virgin Voyages Scarlet Lady. And I knew this and I, you know, I'll kill two birds at once, one stone. I'll give them a little bit of wave, send them off. And we'll also get to see the other ships were in port, which were Royal Caribbean's Explorer of the Seas. There was also the Carnival Horizon and the Norwegian Breakaway. So I was on the Virgin Voyages uh, cruise ship, the Scarlet Lady. I didn't sail on her, but I was on her in New York. I was on her. It's not, you know, it's just, it's a that, that TWSS moment right there. That stands for that's what she said. Anyway, uh, the Explorer of the Seas was the only one I wasn't on out of out of that little crew. But I did some reels. Definitely check out Instagram for that. Always be booked. And you'll see the reels I put together. Put some photos together of South Beach. I just really love it. Every chance I get to go to that uh, that that park down there in, in South Beach, or you know, the right at the beginning of South Beach. And I will also say that it was a weird day because when I got in the car, it was pouring, 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 raining. Uh, looked like it was going to be a nice day, but of course, minute I get in the car and start driving, it's a a, a cloud cover. A violent rain and thunderstorm, but we made it no problem. There was on and off rain while I was there, but managed to make it through, get the footage I wanted, and uh, it was a fun day. Really, really weird thing happened, and I don't know what the outcome was. I posted it in the uh, Cruise and Travel Lounge on Facebook right before the Explorer of the Seas was about to, I guess, come through the harbor. There was a disturbance in the water. Coast Guard was involved. I was just busy trying to get my cameras ready and get set up and get everything situated because I did see Explorer of the Seas was on the move. But then when I got my head up from all of that and realized that, okay, now I'm sitting on these rocks. I'm ready to go. I'm comfortable. I'm in a position to catch all this hot cruise ship action. I look and I see everybody what I thought was pointing their cameras at me. I'm like, what are you guys? What, what, what's going on? Then I look up and I see two Coast Guard uh, Coast Guard boats in the water and there's a scramble now I'm thinking okay you know a lot of times they're pilots a lot of times they you know it's just escorting the ships out to sea a lot of times just you know it's it's mundane stuff but this it seemed like a struggle and clearly because of the attention it was getting people were kind of trying to figure out what the hell was going on next thing I know the boat f- swings around and I see a woman in the front of the boat laying on the floor crying I hear a Coast Guard uh, uh, what do you call soldier? 
Is that what they are? Coast Guard? Coast Guarder? A Guarder of the Coast screams, get in the effing boat. And then nobody was getting in the boat. And then I looked at the other people in the boat, and then I saw two people handcuffed in the boat. And if that wasn't enough, the Coast Guard boat moved out of the way a little bit, and I saw a man swimming for his life towards land, towards, you know, the park. Um they were trying to get him to. So then, next thing you know, police show up, this and that, and I, I, I still don't know what the hell happened. I looked in the news today. I didn't see anything come up, but there was an issue. I'm just guessing this guy probably, and they had a little dinghy next to him too. So I don't know if it was a defect defectation. It couldn't have been right because you're going to go to Key West for that, right? You're not going to. Are you going to take a a, a raft all because it was a little dinghy boat, a very small boat, but they were in it and it was like it looked like the whole party was about four or five people, and it was a lot of drama on the not so high seas. It was high tide, I guess. It was high sea, high 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 seas, and um the the police supported from land. And then a police boat showed up to support the Coast Guard, and I don't know. They looked like there were, or there was definitely detentions made. I don't know if there were arrests made, but it was not good. It was not a good scene. That guy who just imagine the desperation. You get pulled over by the Coast Guard. You're with your family. Uh, you got to have some serious weight in your pockets. You probably got some. I mean, I mean, heavy. Heavy duty, probably at least three or four different types of Ziploc bags are in your pockets. If you got to actually just, I guess, jump ship, jump boat, and hit the drink. The guy was in the drink, swimming for his life. Like, where are you going, buddy? Where are you going? Not too far. Anyway, all right, so I did want to update you guys on what we talked about as far as just, again, quick update. Nothing really has changed that much in the last couple of days, but I did want to make sure that you guys were up to speed on what some of these major cruise lines are doing from the VAX policy. All right, so we're talking about Carnival. Carnival, the new guidelines go into effect on September 6th. There's going to be no longer uh, requirements to show a negative test for sailings that are under 16 nights. Passengers who are not vaxxed no longer have to show an exemption and simply need to show a negative test at embarkation. Now, that's if you're not vaxxed only. If you are vaxxed, you, and you don't want to have to deal with producing a negative test, you're fine. You just got to show your vaccination. You'll be all good. Uh, these are also the protocols for Princess Cruises. All right, starting August 8th, fully vaccinated guests will only have to show a test result at boarding if the sailing is six nights or longer. Unvaccinated children still need to show a test result to board all sailings, regardless of the sailing's length. However, they will not need to test again at the terminal. So guests will now have the same testing standards regardless of their vaccination status. You can show a negative test result from a supervised PCR or antigen test taken within three days of boarding day. All right, let's move it over to Royal Caribbean. Now, ages 2 to 11, we need a negative test, okay? You don't have to have a vaccination, but you need a negative test. Uh, all vaxxed cruisers will need a test if the sailing is six or more days. For five or less days, no test if you are vaxxed. Uh, when you do get these tests, by the way, they have to be a PCR or antigen test, and they have to be proctored. Uh, now, as far as vaccination policies, Royal Caribbean cruises uh, that leave from L.A. 
Galveston, and Louisiana. You do not have to be vaxxed for if you meet the testing requirements. And uh, everything is the same basically for celebrity, except if you're leaving from the uh, the UK or Los Angeles. So yeah, this stuff will absolutely make your head spin. It'll uh, definitely, you know, I hope you're taking notes because I'm still trying to take notes, but we're trying, and, and it changes. It changes pretty quickly, so we're doing the best we can here. All right, for Norwegian, starting September 3rd, all guests will be allowed to travel unvaxxed. Guests who are unvaxxed and 12, 12 years old or older will need to show a PCR or antigen uh, proctored test taken no more than 72 hours prior to embarkation. Virgin Voyages was one of the first major cruise lines to drop the pre-cruise testing mandate, and those who are vaccinated can board the ship without getting a test. All right, so before we end this maddening topic, I want to just put two things in play. A, you're going to have to keep in mind that wherever you're going, the jurisdiction of where you're going, uh, their particular laws are going to supersede anything the cruise lines tell you. So just be ready for that. But then most of all, most importantly, I know we just said a lot, and I think we got a lot of information out there, but the most important thing is to reach out to your travel agent or directly to the cruise line and get a detailed, I mean a detailed analysis of what the requirements are based on your particular sailing. Do not ask any, do not assume anything. This is the wrong time to be assuming anything. So just definitely check in with either your travel agent or the cruise line itself ask questions, ask questions about the questions, and then ask more questions. You do not want to get left at the port. You do not want to kind of just be frivolous. And I, hey, 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 you guys know me. I'm Tommy. Don't even check in before the cruise. I'm Tommy Pier Run. I'm Tommy, you know, let's be bombed beyond all recognition on the first. You know me, I throw caution to the wind sometimes. But when it comes to not being able to get on your cruise, don't play around with that definitely ask the right questions to the right people. All right, speaking of Virgin Voyages, we do have a little bit of an inside report. I want to give a shout out to Scott and Kara, like we said before. They are on Virgin Voyages Scarlet Lady. And, you know, I've been kind of in contact with him and trying to, it's been one of my most fascinating, fascinating, I guess, uh, inquiries to just this whole cruising thing is, will the Virgin Voyages experience uh, sustain? I want to know. I think it has a good shot. I'm certainly rooting for it to happen. But it's been crazy ever since Emma Emma cruises. She came. She joined. Uh, she jumped on board, and she had a pretty rough critique of it. Now, she, to their credit, they heard her review, made some changes, brought her back, and from what I understand, it was better. Uh, you heard Tony Lolita Loca jump on, and he you know, praise the food. And that just seems to make sense to me because again, no main dining room, no buffet. They're putting a lot of care into what they're putting on these plates. And, uh, the report I'll give you in a second says no different. And, um, you know, what he also said was that it was very, uh, inclusive. And, you know, while it could be like, you know, the, the cool nightclub version of a ship, they said that's not the attitude and that's not the vibe. And uh, But I'm still interested. They're just doing so many different things and going against the grain in so many ways. I am, you know, and I don't have to wait too long. Under a month, I'll be on that ship. But I still want as much information as I can, especially when you talk to guys like um, 
Tony and uh, guys like uh, Scott, who, you know, Scott is responsible for breaking a lot of new crews news. Scott is a, uh, you know, he, he, he breaks news and breaks accurate stories and always kind of gives them to whoever he gives them to, to uh, read. And, you know, then, you know, the stories take on a life of their own, but we'll see. Anyway, Virgin Voyage's Scarlet Lady as viewed from Scott right now. Uh, strong recommend on, and this is what I love, specifics, Right beautiful strong recommend on the coconut citrus uh, coconut citrus infused wings that i mean i'm already i got a little water in my right quadrant right lower mouth quadrant a little water uh mouth watering uh, description coconut citrus infused wings have you guys anything regarding coconut on like a little bit of a fried sort of thing i know coconut shrimp is a big thing when i was in san juan this last time it was a uh, coconut calamari skewers oh it was delectable delectable he's saying scott it, he now again he doesn't shy away from controversy he said this is the best burger at sea right up there along with celebrity cruise line royal caribbean and norwegian cruise line and i know he hasn't really sailed carnival so he can't speak on that but if you pick a major cruise line he included them. So basically, I get what he's saying. I'm breaking his chops a little bit, but he's saying it's good. He's saying the burger's really good, right up there with the best burgers you're going to have at sea. And by the way, Scott, the best burger at sea I've ever had. Uh, yeah. All right. Is it overrated? Listen, everything tastes better at sea, okay? Don't break my chops for loving me a guy's burger. Guy's burger is really, really good, and it is the best burger at sea that I've had, uh, just because I like those smash burgers. You know what I mean? When it comes to a burger, I don't, I don't like those big fat onion ridden, you know, uh, beef burgers, right? Those diner and fine dining. I want a smash burger. I want two patties flattened out, lot of char, lot of surface area for the seasoning. That's what a burger is. I learned that at Wahlburgers. Okay, but anyway. Scott has a Scott likes burgers, and Scott says this one is as good as any. Now Scott also is saying this galley concept. Uh, they came. That's one of the things that they're doing crazy. I mean, this is imagine the balls, for lack of a better term, that they have to just do away with the cruise ship buffet. They did away with it, okay? Because one of the things that attracts me to most uh, the most to buffets is being able to concoct my uh, creations. Yes. I will put a chocolate pudding next to an omelet with sliced roast beef topped with mac and cheese and drizzle uh, and maybe with some tilapia on top of it surrounded by crabs peas carrots brown gravy and maybe a brownie okay and I'll have that all on one plate and I just think my artistry when creating the perfect buffet plate is important to me. But what they did was they took that out of your hands. Now you go and sit in the galley, not the buffet. Looks like a buffet, uh, but you're sitting in the galley and you're being, uh, there's an order that's being taken from you and you're being served fresher food. I'm not saying it's all made to order. You're not going to tell me they're making the galley food to order. But he says it comes out fresher and it's there in an instant. You're not waiting for this food. He also did say it's 50% capacity or maybe even less. Now, this is something that a lot of people like. I do not like. One, for one reason, you know, you're thinning out the, the, the possible pocketry, 
We know nobody. I don't like that. Okay. Second of all, you know, there's it's. I don't like a dead ship. I like a lively ship. But most importantly, why this scares me is because I just don't. I know that if there's a thousand person people, a thousand people on a ship that can hold three thousand people, and I don't think this is like twenty eight, twenty nine. The, the cruise lines, it's not good long-term for the cruise lines, okay? I know that. You know that. It just is what it is. So uh, for the industry, for the health of the overall industry, the stocks, everything, you know, when this industry is healthy, we will win because as consumers, the inventory will be high and the pricing will go down. If these, like like you hear Norwegian talking about how high, how much they're going to charge, we're going to charge you a lot of money and we're going to get it from you because we need it. And you're gonna pay it. You want to cruise? You're gonna pay us. That's what Norwegians telling us. You know, they're not the other cruise lines are not telling us. But if the the demand is light, then it's gonna be rough. But it's not necessarily the demand that I'm hearing is the issue. The issue is just as much if if it might be some demand, but just as much demand, maybe more. It's uh, finding the workforce. Finding the workforce. He says he discounted this, but I thought it was big. Okay. Um, I always like to have those slow nights. You know what I mean? I like to have those staying nights every now and then, you know, or the early nights, whatever. Maybe you go out, you go out after it all day and you want to shut it down. 100 included movies in your room. So you have 100 movies in your room. Uh, Cara did a spin class, apparently. Now, she said while it was challenging, it was very inclusive. It wasn't like intimidating, challenging. It was challenging. You get a good workout in, but they encourage you. You know what I mean? Tony kind of said the same thing as far as, you know, he, you know, he, he mentioned that he didn't ever feel as though he was alienated for being, you know, I guess, you know, again, this cruise line advertises like it's a very youthful and vibrant cruise line. And guys of the age of me and Tony, you know, we, I guess we would worry. Are we going to feel like, um, were included in a lot of these things and he said it was very inclusive he said he felt very comfortable and he was solo he said everybody made him feel like he was welcome and he he raved about that a little bit so sounds like Kara's doing the same thing uh very diverse crowd from an age standpoint it wasn't as young as he'd expected and yes that's because of the marketing you hear the marketing you see it and you tell you know they're basically telling you it's like the groove cruise at sea but um, it's not. It's uh, it's a diverse crowd. Listen, let's be honest. Old people are gonna find their way to a cruise ship. That's that's what it is. And you know, again, I use that word with endearment. You know, just like Emma says, cruising isn't just for old people. I'm get. We're all getting there. We're all gonna be old. We hope to get old. The only thing worse than getting old is not getting old. So we're all gonna find our way on cruise ships, no matter what age we are. It says the casino is small. But nice and very accommodating, and he gave me an update on that. I'm not going to reveal his finances, but sounds like they're very, very happy with his play. He's going in pretty hard. He's playing the slots. The, the, the number that he gave me as far as what he has spent on slot machines so far, I, I don't understand how that's possible. Uh, but And he didn't either. He was shocked because that's the number that they gave him. He says food is really on point in general, and it has an app where you can order food from any time. 
basically you're hanging out and you go on the app and order food and it feels like the Uber Eats or DoorDash type of a scenario when you're eating at home or, or, or ordering food to go at home. He says everything is clean and modern and the crew clearly loves their jobs. Now you hear this from certain people. Um, oh, what's her name? She's kind of hot. She's pretty hot. I mean, she's hot. Uh, Lily, what's her name? There's a Virgin Voyages crew member. Lucy. Lucy. There's a Virgin Voyages crew member who does a show. And uh, she's basically gives you an idea of what it's like to work on the cruise ship. If you can stay undistracted enough from staring at her from like uh, to, to actually take in the information she's giving you. Well, I'm kidding. I can. I did. I have. Uh, and, um, you know, she uh, she talks about how she's worked for other cruise lines and Virgin is by far the best from a standpoint of a, the crew. Virgin is the best. And, you know, S Scott seems to back that up as well. Um, he says they try to differentiate from mainstream cruising. And that is evident. But at the end of the day, it is a cruise. It feels like a cruise. It is a cruise just with a little bit of a twist. And that makes sense. And in a way, that's kind of comforting to hear because of all these new things and uh, revolutionizing the industry and turning what, the, what your thought of the ideal cruise is upside down. It's a cruise. And hey, listen, the one thing I could say to anybody who's listening to this right now, and I mean you too, including you. We like a cruise. We like cruises. He says nothing is pushed on you. He says, I guess that means, and, that, and that's good, because I don't, I don't know if Scott minds me saying, um, he he's an old-fashioned type of fella. He's an old-fashioned gentleman, and I think he was wondering if maybe some of the things on this cruise were going to be a little too maybe um, on the on the progressive side for him. Who knows? But he says, you know, they have that, but it's not forced upon you. And he's enjoying himself. Sounds good. He also says there's no high railings around the ship. So shout out to Richard Branson for trusting people not to be morons. And listen, they're never morons. They, it's, it's, listen, if anybody goes over a ship, I challenge you, tell me the one go over on a ship where it wasn't foul play involved. Nobody once was filling up their buffet tray, got the catch up, put it down, a little salt and pepper, put it down. Went into the, uh, the, the 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 soda machine, filled up the ice, got distracted. Oh, excuse me, so up. Oh, oh, I'm over the ship. I'm off the ship. Fell off the ship. Doesn't happen. Can we can we admit that? I don't know. All right, but that is Scott's report. Scott and Kara's report from the lovely uh, Scarlet Lady from Virgin Voyages. Me and Stu are going. Still, again, like I said, very very excited about this ship. This ship is gonna be. It's gonna be a lot of fun. There's going to be a lot of funny footage and good footage and useful footage from the sailing that I take on uh, the Scarlet Lady with Virgin Voyages. Shout out to Carnival. Carnival Splendor. This is not a big story, but anytime the Carnival Splendor finds its way in the news, I'm going to find a way to report on it because it is and I think will always be my favorite cruise ship. Uh there was a sailing out of Sydney, and this upsets me because I was, uh, I don't know. They got to take the Splendor and put it in Australia, right? Now, it does make sense because it is the only ship of its kind. There is no other class of Carnival ships in the Splendor class. It is uh, originated from the Costa line, and it's got the same hull that was uh, basically from the Concordia class. So we know how 
lucky that was. But Splendor was not without its issues, too. It went on fire a couple of times, I believe. There was a few problems, but it's such a perfect ship. I just love the ship. It, it has the perfect... It's the perfect canvas for letting Carnival do what Carnival does while putting all the venues in play that you would ever need on a Carnival ship. There is no fanciness to it. Now, now there may be because of the refurb where it was repurposed for Australia. But uh, there was a sailing out of Sydney in Australia that was set to leave Sunday, October 1st. Uh, the company decided to extend this sailing by one day. And when I say extended it, it extended it on the front end. So it, it's going to... Wait, hold on. It was supposed to leave October 2nd. That's a Sunday. So Cara uh, Glamour, she's the president of Carnival Cruise Lines Australia. I love that there's a Carnival Cruise Lines Australia because I want to be a president of Carnival Cruise Lines, but can we get like a... G, a G, can I do Boca Raton? Can I be Carnival Cruise Line president of Boca Raton? Anyway, we do have a quote from her, and her quote is, The extension of this cruise is a thank you to Mara, our most dedicated guests. Those who jumped at the, well, I don't know. Kara, we may want to take out the word jumped, right? But all right, I'm not going to mess up her quote. At the opportunity to welcome Carnival Splendor back with our first passenger cruise in over two years. We can't wait to celebrate with them on board and welcome them to return of Welcome the return of fun to Aussie waters. Uh, so I don't know. Anyone in the mood for some pure pronunciation? This sailing is going to the Tangaluma Island Resort in Moreton, Moreton Island in Queensland. So regarding this change, this, I guess, additional day on this cruise, each guest will be contacted individually about the extra day. Now, if you can't make it, You'll be given a future cruise credit or you'll be given a full refund. The thing was supposed to leave on October 2nd. It's going to leave on October 1st. I just don't. I get it. So they're taking care of you if you can't make it. But I got a cruise. Let's just picture this. I got a cruise planned. I got these four days locked in. These are my days off. This is my last day off for the year. But I got to go back to work right after or before. I can't get off the day before. Who knows? These are the days that I carved out. These are my only available days. I'd be a little pissed off. Yeah, and I'd accept. I'd thank you for the refund. I'd thank you for the cruise credit. But what the frig do I do for my vacation now? I, I These are the days I had, and I can't do the extra day. What if I wanted my cruise exactly the way it was? Is it really that worth it to just throw on the extra day? I don't know. Maybe I'm sure they've done the research, but... I don't know. Interesting. What do you guys think? Hey, listen, I have an email uh, address, Tommy at alwaysbebooked.com. For your thoughts on issues like that and others, I would love an email. Let me know your comments, concerns, corrections, contributions of any style to Tommy at alwaysbebooked.com. That's Tommy with two M's. Uh, so on the heels of Carnival making a similar move, Royal Caribbean is going to release a private offering of, are you ready? Get out that pinky. Close your fist, extend the pinky, put it to the cor bottom left corner of your mouth and say $1 billion of unsecured notes due in 2027. Insane. So the company is doing this to repay principal payments on debt that is about to mature that they took out in 2020. No, I'm sorry, that they took out in probably 2020 
but this debt they it's up for collection in 2022 and 2023. So that's a billion dollars that they're putting out there. Um, it's interesting. What you want to keep in mind for this though is is that it is a private offering, which unlike a public offering, it's not going to be like some stock that's open to the general public. This is going to go to as they put it. Uh, persons who are reasonably believed to be qualified institutional buyers. So basically, qualified and fully vetted financial institutions. And, uh, you know, that's that's going out. They're offering that. They're putting it out there. And uh, you guys know I'm no CNBC analyst over here, but all we really, really need to know is that Royal Caribbean needs cash. And they need it now, just like a lot of these cruise lines. And, again, these are <clears> – <throat> I, I, these are desperate moves, but they're not. This is just what really, really shrewd businessmen do. They know how to move money around. They know how to raise capital, cash for the moment, to basically cash that they're going to have to, you know, separate with equity, at least for the short term on, in order to kind of liquefy their positions so that they can keep the business afloat. So that's what Royal Caribbean's doing. You saw Carnival did it a week or two ago. I'm sure Royal Cari um, I'm sure Norwegian's going to do it soon at some point too. But maybe not Norwegian. They're just going to charge the shit out of you and uh, nickel and dime you to death. So uh, they don't have to borrow. I'm kidding. You guys know I love Norwegian Cruise Line. Here's what we're going to do, guys. This is a weird one today, okay? I want you to... All right, get your lighters out. I want you to get your incense ready. I want you to burn your incense. I want you to get your telescopes ready. Turn out all the lights. I want you to look skyworthy and think about the celestial atmosphere above, okay? Because we all know astrology is real. What do you guys think of Tommy at alwaysbebooked.com? Tell me what you feel about astrology. I, I have over my years, I've discounted so many things. And just laugh things off, and you know, over the years that it's it's ridiculous that I've been proved wrong enough times to like no longer discount anything, no longer rule out anything. You know, I'll still have my beliefs and my positions on things, but you know, it's gonna. What I'm saying is, it's gonna take a lot to surprise me nowadays. But I know astrology, especially lately, has become very very popular. You know what I mean? Even with heterosexual men lately. That's and that's new. But what we're going to do is we're going to go through the signs, okay? And I've done some research. And I've looked into it and I've seen what these people are all about and what these signs are all about. And what I'm going to do is translate that into cruise language. So listen for your sign right now and you tell me if I'm right or if I'm wrong and you tell me if I don't have a future as an astrologist. Ready? Here we go. Your cruise personality based on your astrological sign. Let's start off with Aries. See, now your Aries, they're going to want to get to everything first. They're going to be bright-eyed. They're going to be bushy-tailed. They're going to be not shy to compete. And they're going to expect to win these onboard competitions. They're not going to sit idly by and let other people do it. They're going to be volunteering. For all these contests, all these games, and they will lead the charge. And what an Aries wants to do when they get on a cruise ship is that they don't want to be an extra. They don't want to be a bit player. They want to be the person that you're talking about when you get off the ship. Oh, remember that Aries on deck six during the karaoke competition? 
Remember that, you know, Aries guy who was in the hairy chest comp? Oh, no, no, there's no more of that. The Aries is going to not be taking the news well that there's no more hairy chest competition. Let's just put it that way. Now we're going to move on to Taurus. Uh, the Taurus, I think the Taurus, their favorite place on the ship, more often than not, will be found in the spa. Now you're not going to have to remind a Taurus to, pra to practice rest and relaxation or any types of self-care on a cruise. Uh, Taurus enjoys life. Taurus takes a bite out of life and they take the bite out of the dessert. They're not going to pass on dessert. So every Taurus cruiser not only recognizes, but they also, they embrace, they participate in all things involving the good life. So Taurus, enjoy your cruise. I know you will. Gemini, Gemini's in the building. Gemini will make sure that they take in all the sights and experience every activity. The Gemini wants to be active. The Gemini cruiser is going to seem a bit neurotic to the naked eye and to many of the kind of people who are fly by night in their group. But the Gemini knows that it's up to them to really plan, embrace, get on top of every, every I guess, experience. To, if it was up to the, the Gemini, they would multiply for the sole purpose of being, into, being able to embrace twice the experiences. They want this. They want that. They want to do this. They're, but what if I miss that? They're going to have FOMO is the Gemini. So look out for the Gemini and Geminis out there. Do you, does, that, does, that, does, it, does it ring a bell a little bit? All right, we're going to Cancer. Cancer cruisers are going to do exactly what the F they want, okay? If you're a Cancer out there, uh, you got your agenda. You know what your agenda is, and you're sticking to it at a protective level. Cancer cruisers are known to have pretty good instincts, too, so you might want to listen. If they tell you something looks like a scam, you should probably take heed. Now, I'm not saying they're always right. Okay, everybody's nobody's perfect. But throughout this whole process of the cruise, from the booking, from the whole everything, uh, when a cancer is going to question a ship, when they question a shore excursion or an activity, a restaurant, anything, I would say if all else is equal, go with what the cancer says. Go with their instinct because they're pretty sharp when it comes to sniffing out a rat. That's the cancer. All right, Leo. What's up, Leo? Uh, Leo, we got the life of the party here. The Leo is going to lead you to the deck parties. They're going to lead you to the nightclub. The Leo is going to bring you to all the festivities that are going to allow you to let go of your cruising inhibitions. While doing so, they're going to have a certain level of gravity. You know what I mean? There's a there's a Leo out there. They're looking for a party. They're going to go throw, throw themselves in the middle of that party. But something about a Leo that makes everyone that's around them want to join in with them, celebrate with them experience these things and hit up these parties together the leo is always going to expect and get very often get a very warm welcome not by just the people they're with but by the other passengers the crew bartenders everybody when the leo walks up everybody's going to take notice and say hey almost give that proverbial norm you know what i mean virgo virgo as far as the details of your cruise goes uh i would say let the Virgo get the piece of paper and pen out and tell you where, where we should go, what we should do. Whether it's transportation. Now, I'm talking about the, the details, the, 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 the business side of it. Whether it's the transportation to and from the port. Uh, organize a, a group together to, 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 to go on an excursion. Chances are the Virgo 
is the person for that job. The Virgo is going to get on the ship already having done the most research. They're going to plan it out. They're going to know where things are. They're going to have a good general idea of where things are on the ship when they get on. They're probably going to be the most likely to be workmanlike with their unpacking. And they're going to get that suitcase under the freaking bed. Finally. Now, if they say there's going to be traffic on the scenic highway in St. Thomas from 2 to 5 p.m., stay off the damn scenic highway because they've looked it up, they've done the research, and they know. Find another way to go. Libra. Uh, Libra's the one who goes with the flow. The Libra chills out. The Libra says, yeah, let's do that. That sounds great. <clears throat> Many in your group are going to argue about what to do next. Where's, where's the best place to go uh, for XYZ? Where, <clears throat> whereas the Libra will probably have their own opinion. It's not like the Libra doesn't you know, have a little bit of an opinion or just says, I don't care. Just they, they, they know what they like, but they will be agreeable to any idea for the sole purpose of just maintaining the cohesion of the group. The Li the Libra wants to make sure everybody gets along and the Libra wants to keep the peace. They want to bring everybody together on a beautiful vacation. Now we're going with Scorpio. And you guys probably know you got to watch your Scorpio. You got to watch that Scorpio. The Scorpio is not afraid to take chances. The Scorpio will absolutely, like I said, some of these people want to lead the charge. The Scorpio doesn't care if you're coming with them or not, okay? They're going to go do what they want to do. Their idea of a fun cruise is going to be whatever they think in that moment, and you might as well not try to get in their way because, like I said, you got to watch the Scorpio because the Scorpio, not because they're up to no good. Well, maybe they are, but mostly because they'll disappear on you. They'll just go. That's it. Which now brings us to the Sagittarius. See, the Sagittarius is the one who's going to keep pushing for everybody to do the most adventurous excursions. The, the Sagittarius is not going to be satisfied with just, let's just say, staying on the ship. I don't care what port of call it is. I don't care how many times you've been there. The Sagittarius is going to round up the crew and encourage everybody to get off the ship and get as adventurous as possible. They will also be the one who is looking to fully immerse themselves in the culture of a particular port. The Sagittarius is not looking to just go to the beach or just kind of like take a taxi. They want to know where they are. They want to know the culture. They want to dive deep with both hands and both feet into where they are. And they're going to go for that fully immersive experience. They're going to come back from this cruise having learned a great deal from every stop that they visit. All right, moving it over to the Capricorn. Now, the Capricorn is the one who's going to be most likely to sit in the room and watch porn for the... I'm just kidding. Capricorns, calm down. Capricorn is going to, is going to relax, though. Capricorn is simply not in a rush to go anywhere. The Capricorn knows that there's going to be great times ahead, and it's impossible to get there by forcing it. They will get to what they want by gathering knowledge, taking their time, exercising patience. It might look like they get off to a slow start, like the Capricorn on day two or three might be like, you know, might be watching the Capricorn like, oh, are they going to come out of their shell? What are they doing? Are they, having, are they actually having a good time? But through research, patience, by day six and seven, you are going to see that Capricorn hitting their cruise stride. All right, Aquarius. The Aquarius is going to be the one who makes friends with the crew and the locals on each 
island. Aquarii will, of course, hang out with their group, have a great time, not alienate every, anybody, not go off on their own. But through the travels of your cruise, you're going to notice Aquarius people are going to have the best relationships with the people who you are not on the cruise with. Like I said, they're going to befriend the bartender. They're going to go up to the locals. They're going to see the people who are there on the ship with them. And they're going to, by the end of the cruise, you're going to see they have made a bunch of friends. Many of them will be life lasting, lifelong lasting. Aquarius will also be the most likely. Let's just say, you know, sometimes there's the, uh, whether it's Groove for St. Jude or whether it's any type of charity or humanitarian thing that's available, the Aquarius will be the most likely person to exercise a little philanthropy. Philanthropy. They'll be philanthropic. I know this. Why am I struggling with this word? I'm not even reading it. I'm not reading this word. I'm saying it. Philanthropist. Philanthropist. Read it right? All right. Last but not least, the Pisces. The Pisces cruiser is very unpredictable. The highs are sometimes very high. But when the Pisces feels as though their vacation desires are not being listened to, it can go bad really quickly. The Pisces cruiser is hypersensitive to anything that can go wrong and almost predict it before it happens, which some might argue might be a self-fulfilling prophecy. So if you're on a cruise with a Pisces, it's going to be to your advantage. It's going to be uh, in your best interest to make sure the Pisces is happy. Happy Pisces, happy cruise. Keep the Pisces happy and you'll have a great cruise. And I get it. You may not want to do everything the Pisces does, but wherever you can find an opportunity to compromise with a Pisces, you are going to have a better time than if you do otherwise. And that's it, guys. So now you know all of that stuff is 100% fact. Okay, because if you know one thing about me, it's that now I am an astrological expert. I know everything there is to know about astrology. And, um, you know, that's just something you can come for me now, come to for me now, you know, and uh, I'd like to take this time to say you're welcome. And let's take it over to the emails. We don't have a ton of emails. I know we're just getting back. You guys are, you know, trying to figure out what the show's about and how you should come at me with the emails. It was always nice when it's four or five a day. Four, I'm sorry, four or five a show. But uh, it's not like that right now. So we have a couple, and I will read them. But again, your emails are a lifeblood of the show. You can contribute to the show, be a part of the show, by emailing me, emailing me Tommy, at alwaysbebooked.com. All right, here we go. Tommy, short ones. See, I'm reading these short ones, too. Tommy, I am loving all the new content. Really excited for this fresh start for ABB. My cousin lives near Boca near Meisner Park. So maybe our paths will cross one time when I'm down there. Yes, absolutely. I am a keg toss away from Meisner Park. Uh, I could definitely do that. And that's from Snap. Snap has been in the mix for a while. Always a great participant. That's cool. That's cool. Um, when you're down here, Snap, you got to get Tucci's Pizza. I'm sure you know about it already. T-U-C-C-I-S. And I am shocked to say that it's up there. I can't tell you three places that I like better anywhere than Tucci's. I also love the Yard House over there at Meisner Park. 
you know, basic American food. We're not going to, it's not fine dining or anything. And you're never going to go wrong when you're in South Florida and you enjoy yourself a Flanagan's, right? Snap, you probably know all about that. Anyway, Snap, yeah, stay in touch, man. We'll see you soon. Tommy, I listened to your solo cruising podcast today. And you hit the nail on the head in so many ways. I have some stories for sure. I want to do a completely solo trip, but so far every cruise I have booked solo, someone ended up joining me. And due to the cost being cut in half, I was always okay with that. A couple of those, while not technically solo, I was because my cabin mate and I had an understanding that we could do our own thing. We didn't expect to hang out together the whole time. We didn't, and I liked it that way. Since the cruise comeback, I've been going on a few group cruises, which is fabulous. Uh, Sharon C., the ship show. I roomed with the lady I met in the group. I had so much solo time as I wa- I had as much solo time as I wanted, but also a whole lot of fun people to hang out with. I do have, I currently have four booked solo, and they are free casino offers, so I'm keeping it that way. And one with a cabin mate on the breakaway. So you have five cruises booked. That's strong. That's impressive by any standards. Uh, Two of those solo trips are group cruises, Lolita Loca and Sharon at Sea Girls Cruise. Oh, okay. This is Sharon at Sea Girls Cruise? That's awesome. But both are small groups, so I'm sure I'll enjoy some solo time. And by the way, when I say solo time, I don't mean being alone. I mean getting out there to socialize and possibly meet new people. I find it easier to meet people when I'm alone than when I'm with a group. I think the only thing I've yet to enjoy uh, enjoy alone is excursions. It just felt weird. I need to try that again next trip. My cabin mate has physical physical issues that prevent her from doing a few things I want to do. So good time to give it another try. Sorry that was so long. I'll stop for now, but may send you a few short solo cruise stories. Hope to see you on a ship one day. Tess. Tess, that's a great email. And, um... I will never get tired of hearing any types of cruise stories from our listeners, whether they're solo or not. Tess, you already did send a story, and I'm definitely going to read that on the next show. Very, very excited to do so. Uh, five cruises booked, and four of them are solo, and you have not cruised solo yet. So there's a lot to, um, I guess, evaluate there. I'm very, very interested interested in hearing about what that first solo experience is going to be like. Now, it's probably not going to be a lot different from a lot of the cruises you've already experienced because, you know, you've gone with people, but like you said, you've kind of carved out some time to be able to enjoy some stuff yourself. So, like, I guess my question would be, did you think a lot, well, when you do cruise solo, Will you use, I guess, that podcast as a little bit of a reference or did you take any of that information and either A, agree with it or B, say that makes sense. I'm going to try that in the future. Either way, Tess, keep them coming. I appreciate you being on board. I know we found you, I guess, or you found us through the ship show and uh, we're happy to have you. We're happy to have you, Tess, as a cone. Welcome aboard, and I look forward to hearing more from you. Anyway, that's pretty much it for this week, ladies and gentlemen. We are going to remind you that we do have a Patreon. If you like the show, you can get a show every single day. Patreon.com slash alwaysbebooked. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash alwaysbebooked. Email Tommy at alwaysbebooked. 
The on Facebook, the group is the Always Be Booked Cruise and Travel Lounge. Definitely join us in there. I'd like to see a nice little influx of people joining the group. This way we can kind of, you know, freshen it up. You know, it's always it's always interesting as a dynamic with the group, you know, and with just listenership in general. I think there's diehards that stay with me the whole time. I think there's people that dip in and out. I think there's people that were diehards, no longer are because life, whatever. Even they may get sick of me for a little while, if you could imagine that. But then they come back, sometimes better than ever. I absolutely have to take the blame for sometimes people kind of, you know, I guess maybe falling off because I fell off. You know what I mean? I fell off for a while, but we're here, we're up to date, we're consistent, and we're having a blast. Ladies and gentlemen, you guys are the absolute best. Boat drinks, cones. There's a place where the boat is from. It takes away a little your big problems. You could worries, you could drop them in the blue ocean. But you gotta get away to where the boat is from. Take one part sand, one part sea. And one part set of a nine on tree And the drink's set cold and the reggae is hot And I know this is the place for me Get away to where the boat leaves from It takes away all of your big problems You could worry, you could drop them in the blue ocean But you gotta get away to where the boat leaves Jimmy Good island somewhere Well, all ride the boats And don't grab your coat You won't need it Where we are going Get away To where the boat leaves from It takes away I love your big problems You can worry You can drop them In the blue ocean But you gotta get away To where the boat leaves from Pick me up Pick me up Pick me up Put me down Down in the sand where it's cool Put me down And when I fall on my stool Put me down I'll just sleep there till morning comes round With sunshine ten ladies And pina coladas And Bob Marley songs that I'm playing There's a song in my ear That I want you to hear Soft tropical lips that are singing Get away to where the boat leaves from, it takes away all of your big problems. You can worry, you can drop them in the blue ocean, but you gotta get away to where the boat leaves from. So get away to where the boat leaves from, it takes away all of your big problems. You can worry, you can drop them in the blue ocean, but you gotta get away to where the. So get away to where the boat leaves from, it takes away. I love your big problems. You got worries, you can drop them in the blue ocean. But you gotta get away to where the police from. <laughs> 